fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you finally made it. Hey, we are going into holiday week. Can you believe it? Christmas is upon us. Hanukkah has already begun. I don't know when Kwanzaa is, so forgive me for my ignorance. We have winter solstice and Yule time starting officially on Wednesday. It is the time where all of the festive seasons congregate into one big bash, and we just ride the high for the end of the year. (laughs) And it's coming up quickly before you know it welcome into the program welcome in this is the voice of reason i am andy hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in wichita kansas on our flagship radio station we are all over the country radio tv live streaming and podcasting wherever you may be watching or listening welcome aboard your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day big show lined up for you i know that you are getting into holiday mode so we'll try not to go too hard in politics we try But there's a lot going on. We have some big news out of D.C. today. We have some other continuing resolution omnibus bill stuff that will go on here in a couple of days. We'll get to all that and more a little bit later. We have the Twitter poll that came out over the weekend with people saying they want Elon Musk out as CEO of Twitter. What? What? He just took over. He just took over. They don't like the truth bombs that are being dropped day in and day out, which I think Elon Musk is just enjoying and relishing in every day. So we'll get to that here in a little bit as well. Michael Vasquez, he is... A political commentator, podcaster, and others. Um, well, that's, I, so I, here's a little backstory for you. I've been on other podcast live stream shows with him multiple times. Great guy. Looking forward to chatting with him in a little bit. We'll have him on at the bottom of the hour, and we'll pick his brain on some of the latest current events on what's going on. What to look forward to in 2023 is going to be kind of our goal moving forward over the next couple of weeks to wrap up this year, to recap where we've been, kind of a look and review, and then what we get to look forward to in 2023. So we got some big stuff coming up. Michael Vasquez, he'll be joining us here in just a little bit. First off, hope you had a great weekend. I had a great one as well. We're getting ready for the holidays, obviously, doing the house cleaning, trying to tidy things up, finish up some last-minute projects, because I like to go into the new year with the goal in mind, with things organized, ready to go. Mrs. Voice of Reason does as well, probably even more so than me, and we had a good time doing that. But I will say, you can laugh at me, you cannot laugh at me, I don't care. We were while we were cleaning the house over the weekend and we, we were doing things, we got sucked in. She started it. She started it. But we both got sucked into that new Netflix documentary, Harry and Meghan. For those that don't know, that is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle of the royal family. And they came out with a six-episode, each of them are about 50 to 50 minutes to an hour long episode, so roughly six hours in total. We got sucked in, and we watched the entire thing Saturday and Sunday. As we were cleaning, working on other projects around the house, it was kind of running in the background to where we were listening and paying attention to it as we were doing other things, which, I, as you know on this program, I don't give two flying you-know-whats about the royal family. We are not British. We fought off the British back in 1776, and outside of them being an ally for us, outside of that, I don't care. I do not understand anybody that still loves uh, lives under a monarchy-type system. It makes no sense to me. 
you are free individuals, and this may just be the rebellious American coming out here, but you are a free individual, and to hail someone as the king or queen to rule over you and hail to the king or hail to the queen in everything that you do, I do not understand that. And while the left side of the aisle here in America tries to almost idolize that and wants to become that in some way, shape, or form, but not necessarily a family with a certain bloodline, but more of a political elitist group that gets to run everything... They like that mentality. That's what socialism's about. That one group of individuals gets all the power and the luxury and the control and the decision-making, and then they decide for all of us because we're the people that they're taking care of. So if you are on the left side of the aisle and you support redistribution of wealth, you decide who gets to be a millionaire and who doesn't get to be a millionaire, if you decide on what business gets to be successful or the regulations upon that business, every time that you lay down some new law like that, ask yourself, Who is creating that law and who's going to hold them accountable when they get that power? Because once they get that power, it's not going away. So the UK and really much of Europe right now still that has a monarchy type system, they live in that good old style of like we still believe in this. Now I understand that the king and queen over in the UK, they usually don't have as much authority as what they did. They have parliament. They're trying to distribute the power. But they still hold this bloodline up to collect all of this taxpayer money in the UK and live lavish lives and then go around and be like celebrities to walk around and do ribbon cuttings and talk about policy that they want. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like it. Just me being the rebellious American that I want. Leave me the hell alone. Let me live my life. I hail to nobody except for the one above, and that's about it. But I got sucked into the show. That was my little tirade to lead up into this. I watched this show, and there were four things that I took away from this. Three things, four things that I took away from the show. Number one, if you want to, and for those that know a little bit about my personal life over the last few years, and my move to Ohio, and my move away from Ohio back to my Hey, uh, home state now of Kansas, which I have deemed to be my home state now for how long that I've been here. If you want to know some of the internal drama of our family, watch that documentary. Not to try and relate myself to Prince Harry or Meghan Markle with Mrs. Voice of Reason, but if you want a more like redneck, uh, redneck white trash version of the royal family, internal family drama, watch that documentary and you'll get a pretty good idea of, unfortunately, what Mrs. Voice of Reason and I have had to go through over the last few years. Of the family drama, the relying on some family, the separating from the family, the surviving on our own, the you know blaming the wife uh, because of a lot of the family drama, and then once the family drama began, the internal propaganda machine internally from the family to make us out to be the, like the worst people on the face of the earth. I'm not going to get first personal with our family issues, but you know, if you want to know kind of an idea of what happened, then you can just watch that documentary and get a good idea. I literally, we were watching this thing as it went on, and I looked over to Mrs. Voice of Reason, and I'm like, well, they just made a documentary on our life. Why didn't we think about making a documentary on Netflix about this? Although no one would really give a crap, because who the hell are those guys? That's takeaway number one. Number two, it reinforced the idea of the corruption that a royal family has had with a bloodline that's been there for years and years and years and years and years. Obviously, Queen Elizabeth being the first or second longest running leader of the nation in the country's history. And obviously, the corruption has gone deep within because of the fact that they had this massive propaganda machine and the tabloids are all over them. Uh, well, first off, I got to back up a little bit. I was completely oblivious to the where the family stood again this is how little i knew about the royal family the king now king what's his name king um i was gonna say king george but it's not king george king whatever now um i was not aware that he was the 
former husband of Princess Diana. Didn't know that. Again, this is how little that I know. I did not know that Henry or that uh, Harry and that William are the two sons of Princess Diana. I had no clue because, again, this is how little that I pay attention to them because I just don't care. Now that I know that, I know that Harry and William are now the sons of Princess Diana, and I know that King, whatever his face is that's in there now, is the former husband of Princess Diana. Had no clue. Uh, Watching the documentary makes you really like Harry and understand him and wanting to get away from the paparazzi, get away from the craziness and madness and drama that goes on within the royal family in the UK, and why he liked carrying on his mother's legacy of going to third world countries, helping them, trying to help out the Commonwealth, and trying to be with the people, doing the physical labor and doing their thing. Made total sense. It also showed the massive corruption of the family and how deeply it goes to where, based on the uh, understanding or the popularity of the family, that the Commonwealth and that the general public gets is solely based on the press releases that get sent from the royal family to the media and the tabloids based on whether they like you or not, based on what you're doing for them, on whether they give you a positive or negative opinion to the Commonwealth and to the general public for them to either like you or dislike you. It seems vaguely familiar again with our government here in the U.S. right now, right? You can't have Donald Trump send out a message without it being twisted and manipulated from the mainstream media talking about the most horrible human being on the face of the earth that he really is. And we are supposed to just blindly believe what the mainstream media and what Corrine Jean-Pierre and the White House release based on their twisted propaganda machine. Nothing new there. But because of that, it reinforces my um, detestment of corruption the detestment of a royal bloodline, the detestment of an overall bearing government system that thinks they can do no harm and that will just believe what they tell us based on the propaganda machine and the agenda that's put out before us. That includes the royal family. That includes the Vatican Vatican Church over in Rome. That includes the U.S. government. I'm sick of that crap, and I think most people are as well, and especially in my generation, I really think they're pretty sick of this stuff as well. The third thing that I have taken away from this was that it really reminded me in kind of a fun, cheesy way of a Middle Ages story of the two sons that are battling for the kingship, the one that's actually relatable to the people and that actually is popular with the majority of the people, gets shunned by the other one that's just power hungry and doesn't get a crap about the people, which is why they sent the whole media publicity against them and then he shunned them and that's why harry and megan moved and fled to the u.s to get away from the crazy ass family and if they would continue on with the story like it had done in history i would totally and i'm saying this right now harry if you're listening to this brother i get you i feel what you went through kind of to a crazy like downgraded degree but nonetheless i understand and if you ever decide to go back to europe and to the uk and overthrow your father and overthrow your brother and take the kingship i'm totally there with you brother (laughs) can we say that are we allowed to say that i'm not a i'm not a uh I'm not an English resident, so I don't think the government can come after me. But if you ever decide to follow the lineage of what others have done, like in the Middle Ages of the battle between the brothers and who's going to be the king and the lord over the people, then I'm totally with you, man, because I uh, didn't get the very good flavor of what William and uh, Kate Middleton are all about there. So I don't know. It, it, some people may be shaking their heads be like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm not watching that stupid show. Totally get it. 
Totally get it. I was not interested at all either, thanks to Mrs. Voice of Reason and wanting to watch that drama show. I got sucked in as well. And then it just made me more angry about monarchies. It made me more angry about governments that try to overbear over the people and then come out with their ridiculous propaganda machine to make people like them to where the king or queen keeps rolling down the street and you have miles of people trying to hail them and give them praise. We shouldn't be doing that for elected leaders. And I'm talking about presidents. I'm talking about uh, government officials with the Senate or with the House here in the United States. We shouldn't be hailing them as rock stars. We should be hailing them as workers for us and coming to us to beg us for forgiveness when they make a stupid decision, begging for forgiveness when they try to give the government more power, and pleading with us day in and day out to remain in that seat before we boot their ass out. That's how government should work. It is not a celebrity contest. It's not a rock star contest. And while we may like some of the politicians and their stances, it should be nothing more than that. Good. You're qualified for the job. We like your stances on the issue. We're hiring you because we are above you. And that's, again, what I don't quite understand with some of the monarchies out there and why we've started to shift that way here in the U.S. with the president of the United States, for example, doing you know rallies and touring around the place and getting tons of people to come and follow them like they're superstars. We can like them, and I get it even with the whole MAGA movement and Donald Trump. People like him. They like him because he's overturning that system, which is why he's become the rock star that he has. But no one should be above the law. No one should have their own corruption internally behind the closed doors, and no one should be manipulating their people to make them like them when they're doing the sleaziest, dirtiest things behind closed doors. There it is, my entire weekend. When we get back, we'll actually talk about something that's going on today right now. The January 6th committee had their final meeting today. What did that entail? We'll get to that here right around the corner. Speaking of corruption and propaganda, we'll do that right around the corner. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back to the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. I'm getting messages on some of the live streams that we have saying, Andy, first off, why in the world would you watch that stupid stuff? Second off, why would you support Harry in becoming the king? Look, again, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not part of the UK. I'm not part of England. I have no beef in that fight in any way, shape, or form. I understand the crazy corruption. And the only sole reason, if he said, hey, I'm going to march into the UK and I'm going to take over from uh, which King Charles. King Charles is his name, I think. Pretty sure. Or the next in line, which would be William. I don't care. I don't care about any of them. But first off, I understand the story that him and Meghan went through. Again, so the kind of the personal thing. But second, he's just kind of the outcast. He's the black sheep of the family, and historically, if you love going back into Middle Ages and, and the medieval times of things, and you you look at the the knights and the kings and the bishops and the, the whatever else that, that goes on out there, which is a fascinating time in history, and I love watching those, it's a traditional story of every time story and movie from that time era where the good son gets booted out and then he comes back and he tries to take over and everything transitions and he saves the day and makes everybody all happy hunky-dory. So if they're going to go with the monarchy system, then hell yeah, let's uh, let's do the thing, man. Let's have some fun. So Harry, I'm with you, brother. I don't care about your politics. I don't know what your politics are. You may be a crazy left-winger, which I know socially you guys kind of are because you're the celebrities too. I don't care. Let's just have some fun with it. That's my take on the issue. All right, let's get into what's trending here real quick. What do you say? What's <laughs> trending today? Never thought I'd talk about that, did you? The fact that I didn't... I, I know other people are shaking their head. Andy, how did you not know that they were the sons of uh, Princess Diana? Again, I was too young for Princess Diana. I just... I didn't follow it. I don't care. I don't care what the UK does. It's just kind of interesting on some of the similarities that we're seeing today. On the home front here, talking about some of the crazy government propaganda that's out there to help brainwash the masses, uh, we have today the final one. What are they going to do, man? Adam Schiff and Liz Cheney and Benny Thompson. What are these guys going to do now that the January 6th investigative committee is officially over with their final meeting being done today? What are they going to do? They're not going to have the limelight anymore. Liz Cheney got booted out in one of the worst elections that uh, any 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 elected official has seen in a very long time from the federal level. Uh, she got booted out with near 60% gone, done, bye. They're done with her. And uh, now these, these Democrats, for the most part, are going to have to rebound to figure out what they're going to do after this. They're going to be not on any other committees from the House at least from the House Representatives' side, to do investigations on Hunter Biden and the laptop and all those. They were out there to solely demonize Donald Trump, and now their job is done as they've officially presented their prosecution and their attempt to file criminal charges against Donald Trump as now they're taken to the Attorney General's office as things will be looked at from there. So I would like to remind you, while you decide whether you support this or not, which it was a a you-know-what show, 
FCC-related word I can't say. According to Donald Trump, it was a kangaroo court. Let's put it that way, a kangaroo court that went on with them trying to demonize Donald Trump. I would like to remind that in this country, at least allegedly, we have the mindset of innocent until proven guilty. That if someone accuses you of something, you are innocent until they have absolute, undeniable proof that you are guilty beyond belief, and then we charge you for the guilty verdict. Now, does that always happen? Absolutely not, unfortunately. The system's not perfect. However, that is the mindset we're supposed to go under, meaning for the non-legal mind that I am, but from the outside third-party objector, in order to prove Donald Trump created an insurrection, you would need to have an absolute 100% audio proof of him saying, go to the Capitol, storm the Capitol, arrest everybody with uh, criminal charges that way, and raid the place, which we know didn't happen. The closest that they had was the absurd accusation of him like reaching for the steering wheel against the Secret Service guy, going after the jugular uh, for the Secret Service agent that's protecting him in the in the limo, and that's completely absurd, and we just laughed at that one. But innocent until proven guilty? We'll see what happens as it gets turned over to the Attorney General's office now with the recommendations to file criminal charges. The last desperate attempt from Democrats that no longer have a way to go after Trump to try and stop him from becoming president again in 2024. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. There's always so much to get to in so little time. Good golly, welcome back into the program. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Multiple radio stations all over the place. TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch, listen to the show. What up? Let's get you into the holiday week. Just days away as we start off the Christmas celebration. We are into Hanukkah already. I believe that we're into Kwanzaa. I, I apologize. I don't know that one very well. I know that we have winter solstice and the Yule time on Wednesday that starts up. So, hey, we are all over the place no matter what you celebrate or what you do. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. We love you to death. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, we have a lot to get to. We have the January 6th committee that wrapped up today. Man, what are they going to do? Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney. Thompson, what are they going to do? They're not going to have the limelight to talk about how bad Donald Trump is. (laughs) Also, we'll get to the Twitter poll here in just a little bit as well. But I'm excited. Uh, Let's shift gears a little bit and get to our next guest on the program. What's trending today? Which we're going to pick his brain on multiple different issues here. 
with uh, trying to make sure we are ready to go for another election cycle in 2024, working on some of that, plus all this uh, shenanigans as well. But he's a political commentator, podcaster. He's president of MV Consulting as well. Excited to have on the program. Uh, for the first time on this program, we've worked together on some other shows together as well. Michael Vasquez with us here. Michael, how are you, my friend? I am living the dream, brother. It's good to talk to you, and it's good to get you on the show. For the end of the year and wrapping up 2022, there seems to be a lot of stuff going on. Usually it's supposed to die off about this time, but it doesn't seem to be doing so right now, does it? No, it's because we have a lame duck session, because we have a switch in the nation. Many people are saying, oh, Republicans failed. No, we didn't. We, had, we didn't have a tidal wave, but comparing... The midterm election results versus any other midterm, it was a very strong showing of Republican support in the House and in the governorships across this nation, which is a rebuke of the Biden administration in its first two years. Yeah, that is true. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the transition of Republicans taking over in the House of Representatives. It wasn't as dominant as what we wanted. We were hoping about 240 seats. We didn't quite get that. But we're right now trying to figure out the Speaker of the House issue. Kevin McCarthy not quite able to get the 218 that he needs. He's still trying to haggle with some conservatives who are the outlanders right now, which, have, like usual, Michael, every time the conservatives try to stand up and say, hey, maybe we should move the dial a little bit further our direction, then we're the worst-case scenario, we're the enemies, and he's got to negotiate with us to try and get on board do you think McCarthy's going to have it at the end of the day? And as he tries to work with conservatives, and it sounds like we might have some new leadership positions and some uh, committees that might be our compromise, uh, how do you think it's going to pan out for next year? Well, I, I think it's very important. Yes, I do think McCarthy's going to pull it through uh, because he's not extreme. He's not to the far, far right, at least politically what we consider the far right, not what the social media would call far right. <laughs> Uh, there's a big difference. He's an establishment man. He really is. So he will go and pull that through. The biggest thing, the biggest challenge we have right now is for all the committee members, what are we going to put forward? What is our message to America and what are we looking to do? We won't, we don't have the Senate and we don't have the White House. So there's a limit on what we could do. So each investigation we do must be critical to a message. Yeah. And I think that message has to be riding the ship. 69%, uh, I saw a morning consult on Friday, had 69% of America says we're on the wrong track. Right after the election, it was 75% of America. 56% of Americans don't approve of uh, Joe Biden. That's according to 538. We know we're in the wrong path, and we are seeing the response around the world. Japan's about to build up a military. They're spending $320 billion to build an offensive military, which which is a reaction to the 1960s joint uh, treaty with the United States where we provided their military to protect them. Mm. And we failed. We're not protecting them. That's why they're building a military. That's because they don't have confidence in Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, or the progressive movement. Sure. So we need to change this. Yeah, we, we have a lot of work to do. My concern is, is while we still have the House of Representatives, like you mentioned, we don't have the Senate, we don't have the presidency. We've seen this story time and time again, and I've said this many times on the show. My concern is, is that the Democrats are still going to try and ram through their agenda as much as possible. The Senate's going to pass some crazy socialist bill. They're going to send it to the House, which we say it's going to be dead on arrival because it's too extreme. 
But then the Senate will say, well, you're slowing down the progress and the government's going to shut down and people are going to die in the streets. And then Joe Biden's going to come out and say Republicans are unwilling to work across the aisle and compromise. And they're going to blackball and bully the Republicans into a few of the rhinos and shifting over to the other side, supporting it and still passing their agenda because Republicans will cave and they don't like the PR against them saying how they're the ones stopping progress or getting something done in the country. We've seen it many times before, and i got to be honest, I think a lot of people are pretty frustrated with that storyline. Well, we should be frustrated, but I think Hakeem Jeffries, who is a part of the Progressive Caucus of Congress, he is a progressive, uh, he's going to be smart. He's not going to put the bills out so much as, uh, as being obviously part of the progressive agenda. That's going to be in the amendments to each of the bills, which makes it even harder for Republicans to say, oh, I don't, I'm not going to vote for that because of the amendment that's attached to it. Yep. And this way they can seriously attack us in the media saying, oh, my God, you don't want to help feed kids. Well, I don't want to help that progressive agenda defunding the police because you've attached it to feeding kids. See, that's the trick they're going to do. And I advise for everybody who's following this, look at the amendments to the bills don't just look at the bill, because you're going to see a lot of poison pills put in there just so they can attack Republicans and set up for 2024, which they've already started doing. YouGov just put out a push poll Sunday night yeah. for Joe Biden. Amen to that. I am 100% in agreement to exactly how they're going to do that. And they, they always do that. Oh, you're not helping poor, elderly, sick people from dying under bridges. You must be a horrible human being. Wait a second. No, no, you're you're including crazy stuff. Yeah, it's the game that they play all the time. Let's talk about the elections on what led us here uh, for an example as well. You've been working with the Liberty First Foundation. You guys have been working on trying to clean up the election system as we talk about. I mean, we went into this election with the RNC filing over 70 lawsuits before the election even began because we were concerned about transparency. We were concerned about election results. Now we have the election uh, lawsuits going on in Maricopa County and down in Arizona. Uh, This is getting to be madness, and people are distrusting the system more and more. But the question always is, what can be done? So what are you guys working on? Well, it's something that we were talking uh, with the public, and of course we were talking about the elections. And the biggest threat to America, in one sense, is our confidence in our elections. If we don't believe in our elections, if we don't trust that they're honest and fair, then everything fails. Everything falls apart after that. And we're seeing that being more and more as a division point. So I said, you know, the way America's supposed to work is It's not corporations that make laws. It's not special interests that make laws. It's the people. We get to make the laws. And so why not do that? And I've done this on the local level, but we can do it on the federal. So I designed a bill. We're calling it the Restore Confidence in Elections and Stimulate Voting Participation. Uh, You can see it now on the Liberty First website. But what this is, and right now I have the framework up, it is a way to make sure that every election is fair and that the public is in control of who's going to be on the ballot all the way through. Mm. Essentially, the simplest way to say this is we're going to make sure that every news media company, every social media company, if they get any money from the federal government, they will get together locally and organize and say, okay, on June 15th, we're going to have a debate for whoever is running for Congress. On June 18th, 
we're going to have a debate for whoever is running for the county executive race. And every single race that will be in that year, on January 1st, they will announce the dates of all the debates that are going to happen. Taking it out of the hands of the parties, the candidates, it's a guaranteed fact there will be a debate. You will be able to evaluate your candidates for that election. And that's decided at the beginning of the year. The questions come from the public from January 2nd to May 30th. You get to write in and say, this is the question I want the candidates in that debate to answer. The media has nothing to do with it. They're there to moderate, to actually say, here's the question people ask. This is the top question of all the public in my region that said they want to know your answer to this. And that's what the moderators are for. And they will have those debates. And if, and they will, a uh, month before the debate, they will list out publicly what are all the questions that these candidates are going to answer. And whoever fits in there goes in. And how do we decide who's going to be in the debate? Easily. That, again, comes from whoever has at least 10% representation in the public will be part of that debate. I like that. It's that simple. Yeah, I like that. It really creates the public opinion to actually be forced to really watch these things. And like you said, it's not on the terms of the candidates, which is what we see right now. And that can be frustrating. I mean, Donald Trump and Joe Biden did, what, one debate? They didn't care about doing any others. Uh, Here in the state of Kansas, where we had our governor's races and others, we barely saw any debates there as well. It is when it's the whim of the candidate, we don't get to see a lot of what we probably should see going into an election. Michael, we got to take a hard break here. Hang on. We uh, When we come back, I want to continue this conversation and what we can do to try and clean up some of this to let the public know about what's going on in the nation and with the candidates, uh, both locally and nationwide, and how we can start cleaning up this process. Uh, check them out on YouTube, by the way. No sound bites allowed. You can find them. You can subscribe. You can check out the podcast there with all the great content that they have and that you're working on. It's uh, uh, good stuff as we try to set up 2023 to be a successful year for us. When we come back, I want to continue this conversation. I want to talk about the agenda for 2023. Plus, I want to pick your brain on some of the Trump charges, the tax defrauding, and the January 6th committee that ended today. So, lots to get to you. So little time to do this. It's the Voice of Reason. It's Monday going into the holiday week. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Good galler. We are almost to the end of the show already. Last few minutes here on the program for a Monday. We're going to have to do a full hour with this guest because we got some great content and so little time to talk about it. So we'll do it again here very soon. We're talking with Michael Vasquez. He's the president, MV Consulting, also podcaster, political commentator, and a heck of a lot more as we figure out ways to get the elections back in tip-top shape. I got a message from one of the online streaming listeners, Michael, over the break, and uh, kind of an interesting okay. point is uh, with today's times, with the way things are, would a debate really change the opinion of a lot of people, do you think? Or are we so ingrained and divided that we have the Republican voters, the Democrat voters, very few in between now because either they've had to choose a side or they've walked away from it completely. And uh, is it really now a focus more on getting the vote out from your side as opposed to winning new people over? It's kind of an interesting thought. Well, that's a great question. And I'll point to John Fetterman as a great example here. Hmm. John Fetterman, if we had more than one debate with John Fetterman, <laughs> you would have been able to see even more clearly the fact that he is medically mentally disabled mm. he is he has a con- cognitive dysfunction it's not his fault i'm not blaming him i'm not attacking him but it is a fact which means he's incapable of doing the job now we saw that in one debate but it was somewhat clear and we saw it in some of his interviews let him have two debates and people would have had to make the decision say am i going to just vote straight down the line democrat just because I'm a Democrat, or do I have to actually evaluate and say, wait a minute, but he's not capable of doing the job. Yeah. So what do I choose? And of course, there's always the third option. You can always write in someone else. But I think the more that we get to see these people answering our questions, not the media's questions, not the politically approved questions, but our actual questions, I think people will say, okay, the best candidate is the one who's going to win. And I'm a conservative Republican. I want, I would love to see more Republicans, but I want the best Republican. I want the best of whoever gets that elected office. And that's why I'm going to send this bill, by the way, for people to know. We're sending it out to uh, 537 members of Congress. That's everyone in the House. That's everyone in the Senate, uh, assuming they 
everyone in the Senate, everyone in the House, including the two non-voting members. Does that answer the question? Yeah, no, I love that. And I agree with you. I think that if we know more about the individual, then uh, it's upon the voter to take the initiative to go out and watch the debate, to listen to the debate, to try and meet them on the campaign trail, to ask them the questions. Uh, And I hope that more people begin to do so. Uh, Right now, though, I get it as well. I don't know how many do, and especially those, quote-unquote, what Rush used to call the low-information voters or the uh, the ones that just don't pay attention, where they get swayed by a 15-second TV ad. We need to find ways to steer them away from that type of decision-making and make them a little bit more informed in voting. Because I want everybody to vote, but when they don't even when they walk up and they don't even know who's on the ballot, but, oh, there's a DRNR in front of their name, that drives so many of us mad because, hey, you know, a Democrat or Republican could be a great candidate, but you need to know what the heck they think about or what they're talking about. Yeah, because they will all say, I mean, it's a 15-second ad. It's a sales pitch. Come on, think about it. It's a sales pitch. That's what it is. You're going to vote for someone because they had a good sales pitch? And what if they're a horrible person? Well, then you just wasted your vote. You need to know more than just what you saw in an ad or that they have a D. Or... Nancy Pelosi said about AOC's New York City District, District uh, 14, that a glass of water could win in that district just because it has a D behind your name. Yeah. She said that as a boast. That's a problem. We know that is reality. I'm right there with you. I mean, we saw Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez her first time around win the primary with 15,000 votes, and it's solely because she was more exposed than her Democrat uh, incumbent candidate uh, challenger that didn't even go out and campaign, expected he had it in the bag, didn't even try, and her exposure proved that just getting out and talking to people out there actually does the job. We're out of time, my friend. we got about 30 seconds left here. How can people watch your stuff? How can people get a hold of you? Uh, look up No Sound Bites. That's with an I allowed no sound bites allowed i'm on all the every social media i love it no sound bites allowed. michael we got to do a full hour this flew right on by and we just yeah. uh we ran out of time my friend so we got to get you back on we'll do another full hour here merry christmas to you happy new years we'll look forward to chatting with you again soon brother merry christmas thank you always a pleasure there it is all right that is for us today back at it tomorrow we got a lot to get to the next few days as we get you set for the holidays we will not be here live on friday But until then, we'll get you geared up a little more each and every day. Plus, our Christmas special will be on Thursday. And for those that don't know, our Christmas special is all the great, fun, little cheesy sound bites that we've collected over the year. And we'll play those for you on Thursday. But until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. 
For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.